are listening to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast, a show by personal trainers for personal trainers. It's time. It's time to become a better trainer, get more clients, and change more and lives. Change more lives. And now, here's your host, the head coach and founder of Fitness Mentors, Eddie Lester. Hey guys, welcome to the Fitness Mentors Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Lester, and I'm super excited to be getting into today's topic in which we're going to be discussing the six best closing sales statements to use when you're looking to finalize or close a sale. So super excited to be getting into that. But before we get into that, I just want to let you know that we are almost done with our 25% off our continuing education courses, as well as all of our CPT bundles. That sale utilizing code WOW25 or WOW25 will end at the end of January. So just a few more days left on that sale. Uh, definitely take advantage of that because I know this is a big time for CEUs and um, it's really going to assist you in kind of furthering your career as well as recertifying your CPT certification through all the major fitness bodies uh, which we are approved through like NASM, ACE, ISSA, ACSM, NSCA, NFPT, you name it, it is uh, a, we are an approved provider for. So definitely check that out. Uh, but besides that, let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. Um, specifically today, we're going to be going over the six best techniques to close the sale. So as a personal trainer, you are one of the main tasks that you have is to be able to progress someone towards the sales opportunity. And then at the to basically to get the sales opportunity, you're really wanna, gonna wanna look at utilizing specific techniques to get them to give you your credit card. And there's six specific techniques that we're gonna go over today that are really going to help you kind of, you know, basically choose which one kind of feels best for you. And, uh, you know, when we think about the the techniques, these are basically techniques used in across the board in all sales situations, not just personal training. But these are really great uh, methods that you can use to kind of transition the client from, you know, taking advantage of your free services to then looking to actually begin uh, paying for sessions and or a program, depending on kind of what you uh, what you sell and the product that you offer is. Um, so uh, just kind of going on this a little, little bit further, um, the position that we're at when we're utilizing these sales techniques are you basically, you've, you've created a lead generation or kind of opt-in opportunity to get the client's contact information. You've reached out to them um, and you've you've had maybe had a conversation with them, uh, you know, prior, maybe you've even uh, met with them once and uh, gave them a free workout, something like that. And uh, you followed up and now it's kind of either you're on the phone with them, uh, selling like an online personal training package, or you are in person, right? But, you know, face to face with them uh, after the, you know, final of your free workouts or final of the, the free workout that you gave. And now it's kind of start to transition them into thinking about, you know, am I going to purchase with this trainer? And your job as a personal trainer is to A, build the value into services that you have we'll say, uh, presented to them and performed, you know, on them uh, throughout the sales process or from, you know, lead generation all the way to a free workout or or free service of some sort. And then now you're kind of in front of them. And then you're really looking to then more or less have built enough value to then be able to, to directly ask them, can I have your credit card? Because that's really the, the 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 goal when we think of going through all the lead generation process. That's the goal when going through the the uh, 
sales process in general is to finally get them to say, yes, I want to purchase training and yes, I want to continue training with you. Um, so now, like it says here, you definitely want to close the sale. So we're going to focus today on specific closing sales statements. This is basically what we call in sales asking for the sale. So every one of you is going to have a unique, we'll say, personality associated with sales. And your personality absolutely matters when it comes to the way that you're going to uh, close the sale or the way that you're going to present the value, the way that you're going to present a sales opportunity. Um, so, you know, when we think of this, you want to use the ones that you feel most comfortable using. Because if you get really good at one of these, it's going to lead to significantly more, we'll say, uh, sales made. So also you do have to understand that these specific techniques should be made and performed with confidence, meaning that uh, you know that that they are going to benefit from working with you. Now it's just a matter of transitioning them from you know your free items or your free services to then getting that credit card and, and making that sale. So let's go over the first sales technique uh, of the six. First sales technique uh, of the six is called the indirect close. And this indirect close is a bit more passive. It's not like an in-your-face sort of, sort of uh, you know, you need to buy now. And, and if you don't, you're going to be in trouble, that sort of thing. It's more, uh, you know, passive approach that allows the client to feel as though they they are in control. You know, it's, it's a question that you're asking them in a way. And it really does increase client comfort, meaning that they might feel more comfortable if you are kind of, you know, asking them a question about paying as opposed to being like, it's time to pay. Um, so here are some really good sales statements that I, I love to use with the indirect close. Um, you'll kind of get a feel for what the indirect close is by these statements here. So the first one is, if we focus on, and then you're basically saying this to the client, if we, if we focus, you know, we can really reach your fitness goals in three months. How do you feel about getting started? Okay, so you're asking them a question that's all about, you know, how do you feel about giving me your credit card is basically what you're saying. How do you feel about completing the sale right now? But the way that you ask that is more passive. It's indirect. It's not asking for their credit card. It's asking them, you know, how do you feel about starting with me? How do you feel about getting started uh, on working towards this goals or working towards your goals with me? And that's going to open up potentially more questions or it's going to be you know, pretty, pretty obvious that they are ready to, to make the sale. So how do you feel about getting started? How do you feel about getting started? It's basically, they could say, I'm feeling really good actually. And I, I, I would like to get started. That's, that's the best way that that can go. Uh, another way that that can go is how do you feel about getting started? And it's more like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still uncertain about X, Y, Z. So you potentially have to address some barriers. Barriers do come up. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about barriers in the, in the sales process and really the goal with barriers in the sales process is to address them and understand them before uh, they they come to the last point where you're trying to, or the last, to the sales process uh, where you're trying to close them and then they bring up the barriers. You definitely want to address those uh, as soon as possible in the sales process. And that's kind of what we talked about, uh, you know, when we talked about power questions, you know, power questions are there to open up the the platform for them to talk about anything that may prevent them from purchasing from you. So that's the first one. If, if we if we focus, you know, we could really reach your goal in three months. How do you feel about starting that process or how do you feel about getting started with me? All right. Next one uh, for the indirect close is are you ready to take the next step towards enhancing your health and fitness? So you've built some value, you've shown them exactly what they need to do. You kind of have a plan for them laid out. 
and have built a lot, built a lot of value, like I mentioned, maybe even address some barriers. And your question that you ask them is, are you ready? More or less. Are you ready to take the next step towards enhancing your health and fitness? You know, you, you came to me with this goal. We've worked hard, uh, uh, to analyze exactly the path uh, towards this goal, are you ready to take that next step? Okay, it's more of this indirect sort of uh, asking them if they are ready to move towards the, the giving of the credit card. So are you ready? I, I love using that one because that really makes them think, am I ready? And if they say, no, I'm not ready, then it's like, okay, well, hey, we talked all about you uh, achieving this goal, you've had this goal for X amount of time. Uh, you know, you, you feel bad. You, you you don't like the way that you look. Whatever whatever you came up during the power questions, and now you're saying that that you're not ready. Um, you know, it's, if you really want to commit to this, it is going to be something that that you that you know you'll need to be ready for. <laughs> um, and so, asking them if they're ready should hopefully, uh, if you've addressed all their barriers and built enough value, it should get them to say, you know what, I think I am ready to get started. Boom. Are you, I'm ready to take that next step. I'm ready to, 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 you know, kind of break the, the habits of my past and move forward to achieve my health and fitness goals. So that's another great indirect closing statement. All right. The third one and final one that we're going to go over for the indirect close is what, or yeah, is what is what we discussed today, something that you want to pursue, meaning you've laid out their, their, their exercise program. Uh, you've laid out the timeline. Uh, you've laid out the cost. You've laid out, here's everything. All you have to do is say yes. So is what we discussed today, what we kind of went over, what, what what I showed you, is this something that you want to work towards? And the ideal answer is yes. It is something that I want to work towards. And sometimes, once again, if you haven't built enough value or if there is some barrier still left, you're gonna those barriers are going to come up right then. Uh, and we definitely have, have, have plenty of information and talks on the uh, barriers. So definitely go back and check those out if you're still... Uh, you know, worried about someone saying, you know, oh, well, I have to talk to my wife or I have to talk to my husband uh, about, about uh, you know, getting started. You know, that's a barrier. All right. So the indirect close, once again, gives them is a passive approach to asking for their credit card. It's to ask or asking them to to pay. And, you know, th those are really great, great ways. You know, it's it's how do you feel about getting started? Are you ready to get started? And it is what we set up something that you want to pursue. I really, really like those three. Uh, those are great ways. There's plenty more indirect closes, but it's really giving them the power. They are in control. And if that's your personality to give them the option to, to say yes in that way without, uh, you know, um, asking them directly, this is a great option for you. All right. The next one is going to be the direct close. So, uh, the direct close is, obviously more forward than the indirect close. And uh, basically this method is gonna relay that you as the trainer believe the sale is already done, meaning that that they've been hyped the whole time working with you, they see the value, and you're pretty fairly confident that they're just gonna say yes. So you can be more direct with that. Uh, basically it leaves a, a lot more, a lot little room for them to back out or at least little room for them to bring up new barriers to some degree. Um, you do want to use this with a bit of caution because you don't want them to be caught off guard uh, when it comes to your directness. Um, meaning that if, you, if you're if you very, very confident they're going to purchase from you, just go for it. Use a direct close. If you're still uncertain, it's kind of up in the air, uh, you know, maybe use that more passive approach to, to open up the conversation a little bit further. So what are some direct closing statements? So some direct closing statements are going to be, you know, uh, when would you like to schedule your first session? 
meaning the sale is is is, is an afterthought because I know it's already going to happen. When would you like to schedule your first session? This basically says we're getting started, and because because I'm very confident that you that you are ready to to go based on everything that 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 we've done. Uh, so that's a direct way to be like you know uh, when we'd like to get started. They say okay, why don't we start on uh, you know January thirtieth. Uh, all right, per Tuesday, January 30th or whatever that is. Uh, let's go ahead and and uh, schedule you in. All right, perfect. Now, uh, all we need to do is just go ahead and, and uh, get get those those sessions paid for and we'll get moving right towards our goals. That's kind of the progression from there. The next one, obviously, uh, all right, let's get started. Okay, then you can lead that wh wherever it goes. Obviously, you need to schedule the first session um, and get their credit card, but let's get started is a great way. And then, uh, you know, let's get started as soon as possible. Can we proceed to the payment option? Um, you know, uh, can we proceed to the payment option is a bit indirect because uh, it's asking them for permission. Um, another another direct close would be something like uh, so. Th so the cost of this is eight hundred dollars. Uh, would you like to pay with cash or, or sorry? Would you like to pay with credit card or a payment plan or whatever whatever your gym offers or whatever you offer? Uh, or yeah. So for instance, if you're a private trainer, uh, would you like to to pay with Venmo, PayPal, or a credit card? Okay. So asking them directly. You know, like the the. State, stating the price and what would you like to pay with? That's also a very direct close in that sense. All right, so the direct close can be used. Uh, it's, it's very good, it's very forward uh, and, and use it if that's your personality to, to, to basically close. I've actually had a lot of success with this one um, just because it's it's not really giving them an option to say or to think about it. Remember, if you as a salesman, if you give the option to think about it, that means you're gonna have to set up a whole nother call uh, or address a whole nother, you know, uh, amount of your time to address or to get them to buy. So if you are, you know, short on time or you're very confident or you honestly, if your schedule is very full and you don't really, uh, you know, need another client per se, or or you're not, you know, very, very uh, um, in need of, 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 an, of another client, I guess there's a better way to say that, but you can use uh, a more direct close because if they say no, then they say no and you move on. And honestly, if that's your personality, always use the use a more direct close. All right. So next one is going to be the pros versus cons close. I love this one. It's uh, it is a bit more direct, but it really gets them to think about the uh, you know where they're at now, what what the pros are or what the benefits are of of getting started. What what, what can what can happen in the future that's going to be a benefit to them. But then it also is going to address their barriers at the same time with the cons. So literally, all right, pros, um, you know, you're going to have more energy. You're going to feel better. You're going to sleep better. Um, you're going to be able to, to play with your grandkids, uh, you know, a lot easier and 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 not feel exhausted. Uh, it's, it's going to reduce stress and, you, and you're going to, you know, uh, prove to yourself that you can lose 20 pounds. You're going to look in the mirror and be and be happier. There's a ton of pros that you can come up with based on what they talk or what they talk about in their power questions. But then the cons is the most important piece of the pros versus cons close. And this is really what you're looking to do with the cons in this is, uh, well, and, and by the way, if I didn't mention this directly, you're actually writing out in front of them a one-sided pros. You write it out. Here's your pros. Here's your cons. And you can even ask them, you know, what are what are what are the pros associated with this? Boom, boom, boom. R write it out. Uh, ask them what do you, what are the cons that you believe? It's like, oh, it might be money. It might be uh, um, I'm I'm limited in time. That you know, there might whatever barriers that might come up are still potentially going to be there, and the cons will show that. But the cons list should be filled with the barriers that they've already brought up, and their fears about exercise or whatever they've shared with you. But with the cons list, 
you should include a solution to beat those barriers or to overcome those barriers. That's super, super important. When we're thinking of, of a con, you don't just say it costs a lot of money. Okay. If you leave it at that, then it's like, oh, you know, that's, that's a pretty big con. But if you say, oh, it costs money, but feeling healthy, looking better and, and, and being able to, to play with your grandkids on the ground or, or whatever if, if other issues they're having is absolutely priceless. Okay. So with the cons, you're bringing up their barrier, but you immediately address the barrier in the, in the cons list. I love this one, uh, has worked very well. Um, but so another, another idea of cons, because the most important piece of this, once again, is the cons. They, they know the benefits, uh, if not reinforce the pros, uh, that, that they have with their emotional attachment to feeling better, looking better, whatever it may be. But with the cons, here's some other examples. So yes, you might miss out on 30 minutes of family time because as opposed to being home at five o'clock, you have to be home at five 30, but when you're home, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel more energized and the quality time that you're spending you know, with your kids is going to be significantly better because you aren't coming home after a long day of work, stressed from what happened. You're coming home uh, after a great workout that you've relieved stress. You feel good. You got a workout in, and you're gonna you're, that that time that you spend with your family is going to be so much more valuable. Okay, that's another one, another good con uh, or a barrier. Uh, you might not lose thirty pounds. You might you might uh, not lose anything at all. You know that your potential failure. You may not be successful. But remember, this is the, the the rebuttal to that con. Remember, I am here to guide you every step of the way. I've had 30 clients in your exact situation have the same fear. And by working with me, we battled through it and were able to overcome and lose the 30 or the 20 pounds that 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 or that they were looking for. And I know we can do the same for you. So I know you will be successful because I'm here. Okay. Um, or you know, even if if I I, you know. The one con might be, I've never been successful working out in the past. I've never lost weight. Okay, well, hey, you've never worked with me. That's 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 your 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 uh, uh, you know way to break down that barrier. All right, next one. My injury will get worse. Okay, so they have an injury and they're worried that if they if they train or they work out, you know, their injury might get worse. So a great way to do that is I've worked is to tell them basically uh, I've worked with people with the exact same injury and I've truly seen amazing results. Uh, we will we'll work closely to create a program that will not cause any pain. You know, if you work out on your own, you might injure that 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 joint more, that knee more. But working with me, I can make sure that we we only do exercises that cause zero pain and will lead to effective progress towards your goals. Okay, those are some some basically you're breaking the barriers using the cons list. But make sure always that the pros significantly outweigh the cons. Meaning, you know, if you have, uh, you know, 10 pros, you know, limit it to about four to five, three to five total cons. Because they want to see that pro side loaded up. If that pro side is loaded up, they're significantly more likely to be to uh, purchase from you. All right, next one is going to be the hard close. This is a closing sales statements that are hard, that are super direct that are making them have less of a way out. And this is often, you know, your your used car salesman approach or that kind of icky feeling that sometimes salespeople put on you, but it is also very, very effective. If this is your personality, uh, it, is, it, it is recommended that you use this because it is typically uh, very successful or gives people less of a way out. Um, so this method is basically going to push the client towards purchasing 
potentially using fear or scare tactics. This is an aggressive approach, like I mentioned. And, you know, some people do need a little extra push. They need a little extra perspective to really get their ass in gear. Whatever it is that, that, that uh, you know, if you see them being kind of passive, being hemming and hawing around getting started, they've never been successful. They're kind of, uh, you know, down on themselves. Sometimes they need you to just say, say it bluntly. Like, you know, you, you are not going to be successful if, if, if you continue the same path that, that you're working towards right now. You know, if, if, if you continue this, your, your pre-diabetes might lead to real diabetes. I'm here to help you. So, so we're, we should definitely do this, you know, that sense. Um, but yeah, once again, be cautious with this because sometimes it does leave a sour taste in people's mouth. Sometimes if you force them to purchase using a hard close and they aren't, uh, you know, very bought in to you. Uh, they, they may not be able to be successful long-term and they, it may reduce your ability to resell them down the road. Um, so here's some, some examples of a hard close transition. Uh, to basically quote in quotations, you know, considering how effective exercise is at reversing prediabetes, it's definitely, or, you know, it's, it's probably best to get started now. You know, it, I know your, your, your family history of heart disease uh, has led to a lot of issues with your parents. If we don't start, you could be on the same road. Okay, that's 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 a, a using fear or a, a uh, information that they gave you to your advantage to get the sale. Aggressive, but at the same time, if somebody needs a kick in the pants, that is a great way to say it. Um, or you know, you, you'll 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 never uh, uh, feel your best at the beach if you or uh, you know in a bikini if if you continue the same lifestyle that you're in. Those are hard sales. Another one, uh, you will continue to feel poorly, whether it is about your body, about your about yourself, um, about anything, uh, unless you do something about it. Okay, another kick in the pants. Uh, like you, you, it, your past has led you to be exactly where you're at now. Now it's time to do something about it, or you you will stay the same. It's a bit of a hard close. Um, and then another good one that that is often used by uh, you know kind of uh, uh, sales managers in uh, big gyms is and you can use this as well is hey just by the way the sale on personal training ends today so I wouldn't really be able to give you the same price if you wait a great way to build some urgency into the sale and oftentimes can lead to a uh, a a close because oh dang I, I don't want to miss it's kind of building that FOMO or fear of missing out uh, on a sale. On a price, uh, oftentimes use this at the end of the month because everybody knows that that to have a good month in a gym or as a personal trainer, you want to close at the end of the month. Hey, my my sale for for uh, you know your your twenty uh, percent off or ten percent off or an adding an extra two sessions to your package actually ends today. If you want that, uh, we got we got to start today or you got to purchase today. Um, in that sense, so hard close. It is very good. It is very effective. But if it's not your personality, stay away from it because you do need a lot of confidence and you do need to uh, um, really hammer this home in that sense. But sometimes people do need a kick in the pants and use, using this is a great way to do that. All right. Next one is going to be going to be the multiple option close transition. And this is a bit direct, kind of like, uh, would you like to pay with cat or uh, with a credit card, PayPal or Venmo or, or Zelle or something like that? It's giving them multiple options, assuming that they're ready to purchase your training. So this method forces a client to consider one of the options on the table. And, you know, this is a great way to transition the clothes because as opposed to giving them a way to be like, oh, I'm not really ready yet. 
it's basically you're asking them what how would you like to pay or would you like to train three or four times per week okay um next one is uh you know which package works best for you the uh you know 48 session package or the 24 session package boom getting them to choose between two um and then uh, finally would you rather pay monthly or bi-weekly you know giving them the option to pay on a monthly basis or to pay every two weeks uh, you can even add weekly to that typically you don't want to say do you want to pay every session because then they could show or they, they could not show up and you don't get paid for that um, so you definitely want them to pay monthly is typically best or in, in a larger session package so that it's it's there for you all right so multiple option close love this one um you know really effective as well give them three options make sure they pick one that that's your goal as a salesperson in this opportunity all right now the uh, one of the final ones is going to be the no more barriers close um so basically this method is going to prove that there's no reason why they shouldn't purchase and basically ensures that all barriers and objections have been addressed the the one way out that clients have when in a sales situation is to bring up a barrier that they cannot overcome but if you've built enough value, you, you know all of their barriers and you've addressed all their barriers, there should be no reason why they shouldn't say, yes, I want to purchase from you. So uh, one, of the, one of the ways to, to use the no more barriers close is by saying, is there anything about training that you're still unsure of? Okay, I assume there's no more barriers. So I'm gonna ask you directly, are there any barriers? That's basically what that question asks. Um, you know, are there any reasons you think you should not start training today? basically saying, you know, there, there, there is no other reason why I shouldn't start training today. So I think I should start training today in that sense. Um, and then finally, you know, answer this, why wouldn't you start training? It's basically asking them to bring up more barriers when you're fairly confident that you have actually addressed all of their barriers. And the way that you address all of their barriers is by knowing all of their, what all of their barriers are by using power questions, which we've talked about in the past. Um, so really when we, when we think about closing the sale and utilizing these six techniques, it's all about being able to go through the sales process, build the value, make sure there's no barriers, and then hit it home with a closing sales statement that gets them to give you your credit card. The more effective you become at all of those things, the higher likelihood of gaining a new client or gaining more clients or getting a full book of clients you will have. You know, I, I get pretty passionate about this particular subject because so many trainers are so good at training and passionate and can get anyone to their goals and they they love it, but they really struggle when it comes to the sales process. And, you know, remember guys, the sales process starts the moment that lead comes in or the moment you meet someone new. Uh, that is when the sales process starts. So having all of your ducks in a row and building the sales pipeline, building the sales process, and then hitting each of these uh, imperfect cadence is going to lead to the highest likelihood of sales. Um, so once again, just to kind of go over some, some more tips with closing the sale and basically tips to remember uh, through your closing process and beyond the sale that you know your foundation includes being able to speak clearly speak colorfully, meaning tell great stories and that, you know, describe uh, yourself, your services and uh, their emotion and their emotional attachment to their goals well. 
And then also persuasively in the sense of this is, you know, an obvious option for someone that's looking to achieve uh, this goal is working with me. Um, you also want to, you know, be sure that that you speak clear or speak well. Um, sometimes if you're not an effective speaker or uh, uh, you're unable to really build a pitch in a way just just through talking, it is good to, to practice pitching, practice closing the sale, practice utilizing these techniques and see what comes up. And guys, for those of you that, that are new to closing sales, closing sales, you will oftentimes fail at closing a sale, you know, eight to nine times out of 10. But you can close that one to two out of 10 by utilizing these effective processes. Also, guys, don't do all the talking. The most important thing you can do in the sales process is listen, because if you listen, you will find out all of the deepest, we'll say, issues the client has with the way that they feel, uh, the way that they look, uh, their, uh, we'll say, barriers to potentially working with you. And then you can use those in the sales process to uh, build a stronger case and more value towards your services. What I always, always like to say is listen, then adapt to what your client wants and needs and sell them what they want and need. Sell them to what they're saying. Sell them to what they, they care about most, which is what you've figured out through your conversational process. All right. And then, you know, when somebody closes the sale, ensure that they're satisfied with the training process. Once again, guys, not to make this scary, but when you get a sale, the sales process immediately starts over because now you have to train them effectively, get them to their goals and make sure that they have a great time that they want to purchase again. Because when you get the clients that are with you for five to 10 plus years, that's how you can build a career as a personal trainer. They like you so much. You've, you've helped them achieve their goals. They feel better when, when they're, when they work out with you. And that is going to lead to a lifetime client, which guys, if you get, 10 to 20 clients that are five to 10 year clients, you don't ever have to make another sale again because they will stick with you. Uh, and I say, make another new sale. Again, you don't have to go through the long sales process. It's just an easy, hey, yeah, oh, your, your session packages are running out. Uh, let's go ahead and re-up and boom, they're right there with you. Um, so yeah, once again, remember with each session, you're still selling their next pass package. Always talk about long-term goals and genuinely listen to what they want, uh, who they are, what they enjoy, because the client should have zero reason to stop training with you unless they like move out of state or, or uh, uh, you know, have some some issue that they're not able to overcome physically, whatever it is. They are always, they always should re-sign up and continue training with you. So also make sure that they don't leave without your help. Let's say they, let's say you don't get close the sale on that particular session. Uh, you're going to want to, you're going to want to absolutely continue to uh, you know, work or uh, make sure that you help them out. Helping them out is what you do as a personal trainer. And if you are able to, uh, if you are able to help them, regardless of if you make the sale or not, then you are going to be able to get a positive recommendation from them uh, from other people. Or oh yeah, hey, I, I had this really great trainer. I didn't work with him, but he was really great in the sales process and and uh, was able to was able to help me, you know, at least get started towards my goal. So always be helpful. And that will always leave a good taste in people's mouth, regardless of how the whole sales process went. Um, and also, if you don't, if they don't buy, you know, one-on-one -on -one personal training sessions with you in person, 
Maybe they do want to do online training, which is more cost effective. Maybe they do want to join a group exercise class that you, they, that you teach. Maybe they do want some nutrition coaching that you can give, give to them or some nutrition templates, or maybe just they want you to write up a workout program for them, for them once a month. You know, always be open to other opportunities within, within the sales pro or within the product sale as well. As always, thanks for listening to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. You can learn more about fitness mentors at fitnessmentors.com. Be sure to share this podcast on social media. And remember, we are here to help you succeed.